This is a HeadGum Podcast. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with BiteClear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. BiteClear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. The doctor was the mother. He stood on a block of ice. All aboard! Hey, Riddle Riddle! Collecting tickets for Hey, Riddle Riddle, all aboard! Oh, sweetie, look at this young girl. She's collecting tickets. What do you have so far? Well, Well, if you want to get on this train, I'm collecting tickets. Addle, Addle. Give the girl some of your tickets. She's collecting them. You don't need so many. You have so many blessings, my boy. All right. So this is Beatles at Shea Stadium, 1965. Incredible. Very very (laughs) special one. Hey, hey, Adam, Adam, Adam. Huh? Come on, on, man. Not the good ones. What are you doing? Oh, I'm joking. Those are going to pay for your college, my dear boy. Riff in half. Uh, This one is a golden ticket. Now, this gets you one free Tour of the Wonka Factory with incredible William. snatches out of your hand. <laughs> okay, incredible snatches. Uh, you've seen the movie. Um, this is a ticket to Incredible Snatches, an unreleased horror film um, from. Come on, the... Adel. Huh, That's one what? of Guy Ritchie's best. Don't give, don't give her a, a, a ticket to uh, uh, unreleased snatches. What are you doing? Well, Brad Pitt famously played a. Well, I don't want to say it. No, that's, yes, yes, that's filthy. Um, well, these are cool enough tickets to get you two spots on the train to Hey Riddle Riddle. Are you interested? Oh, do you hear that train noise? It's pulling out of the station. Better decide quick. We were on our way to my dad's funeral, but I guess we could do a Hey Riddle Riddle. That sounds interesting. Funeral, JPC, funeral. Yes, we were going to make it funeral. And there's funeral cake. What else? What else? Where, uh, young lady, where are you going? Well, to Hey Riddle Riddle, of course. That's why I'm standing on this of train. Course. I don't Not know if that that's young. a horse situation. This, I don't know on you. the side of this train, it says Hey Riddle Riddle. I am technically on the train collecting tickets. Are you All a right, ghost? Miss Elitist. Well, me and my friend can't read. So I guess you just wormed that one out of us. We're illiterate. Is that what you wanted to know? I thought this would be a simple concept. It turned out to not be as simple as I thought. Are you want to go? Oh, the train's moving. You coming? You I'll run alongside on? of it. I'll run alongside of it. <laughs> oh yeah, I could outrun a train, no problem. <laughs> oh, we did. Uh, oh, side split. Side split. Goodbye. See you later. Goodbye. Yeah. Wow. Aaron walks what a up weird to Adel robot. and JPC huh? eating popcorn. Hey guys. Aaron, you just missed the coolest woman in the world. Dang it. Yeah, she, there was a train and everything. And Aaron, the best part, she could read. Aw, oh, man, I would have loved that. Mm-hmm. What's up, guys? Oh, well, I'm Adel Refai. I'm JPC. And I'm Aaron. Do you think that we'll ever have to record a last episode of Hey Riddle Riddle? Or do you think we'll go forever? Yeah. Huh? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but Aaron, if it helps, I don't think we'll know. It's our last one. <laughs> yeah. My, that is my hope. My hope is that we don't know that yeah. it's the last one that we are recording. I'll be like, hey, can we, um, can we kind of stockpile some episodes? Because I'm going on the Titanic two. Um, <laughs> Gem and I found this ch- very cheap flight. Um, yeah, it's a big boat in the air. Well, um, well, more likely we'll all just be like hanging out and then someone will be like, hey, Casey moved to Mexico. And we're like, uh, well, how do we do the thing? And they're like, I don't know. He's gone. We're like, uh. And then just and no more episodes. He had all the Howard Dean scream samples in the world. And we'll be like, we're ruined. We literally cannot do the show. All right. Uh, well, that makes me feel sad then that you think this is ever going to stop. Aaron, um, what is the saddest you've ever been in your life? Oh, my God. 
Well, in right now, way. probably. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, can, I, can I tell you? Can I tell you? I do have a story about saddest I've ever been in my life in a yes, fun way. It's not, it's not really saddest I've ever been in my life, but this is recent. So, um, we we went to a, a restaurant, and I look. I'm not going to name them because it doesn't matter. But it is one of my favorite restaurants, and we got Olive some pick. We, we it's Olive Garden. Uh, no, and we got some pickup food. It's it's a it's a local Chicago place, and we drove back to the the house. And I uh, opened it up, and one of the things that I got had a side of steamed vegetables. And I've had the side of steamed vegetables from this place before. And I opened it up, and it was all carrots. It was 100% all carrots, but then it also had it mixed in with the carrots. You know, like the pieces of broccoli that like aren't actually pieces of broccoli, but it's like enough of a little thing the of broccoli stems? that you... It's not stems. It's, it's, it's like a little broccoli sprout. So that you can see that broccoli was present here at <laughs> yeah. some point, but this yeah. is not broccoli. It was all carrots with those little tiny pieces of broccoli. That was a big thing during World War II, I think. Broccoli was here. People would spray paint it on walls. Mm-hmm. And it'd be a little piece of broccoli <laughs> peeking over a wall. Yes, yes. Yes, yeah, so you understand. Uh, so what is the ideal, as a vegetarian, yeah. I mean, you're a vegetarian, I'm not. As a vegetarian, you, JPC, what would be the ideal- I'm so confused. What would be the ideal steamed vegetable mix? Well, so the ideal, I think, is a mix, right? Like, I, yeah. I, I opened this up, I see all carrots, and I think, like- at that point, it's not steamed vegetables. At that point, it's steamed carrots. Like, it's, <laughs> like oops, oops, all carrots. It, you, you've broken a promise to me, and you've given me oops, all carrots. So anyway, I, I think that's funny. I, I laugh about it. I put the carrots on like my a plate uh, from the to-go box, mm-hmm. and then there's just like a big piece of plastic bag that's also like in with the carrots. Oh. It looks, it looks, it truly looks like a condom like worth of plastic and that that shape and i was like oh this is like this is not only was it all carrots but there was like a plastic bag in it which is pretty gross even and this though this is the saddest you've ever been <laughs> it was it was pretty obvious it was pretty obvious that whatever the bag that they had the mixed vegetables in this was just like a corner of it that had like gotten you know mixed into the cooked a vegetables condoms whatever. full of plastic if i found three inches of plastic in my food i would be so <laughs> bummed why are you laughing um, no I would reason. say, as a non-vegetarian, I would say snow peas or sugar snap peas. That's got my number one. If I'm getting the steamed vegetable medley, I, I'm looking forward to the sugar snap peas. That's what you want. Peas. Yes, those are the number one, in my opinion. I definitely don't want mushrooms because I'm not a mushroom guy, um, but I think my least favorite would probably be like baby bok choy. Ugh, mm. Don't leave those out of my mixed vegetables. Can I give you a hypothetical? Well, You're... yeah, but can I finish my story? Oh, there's more? So I I was like, well, I'm not going to eat this now because obviously there's like a piece of plastic bag in it. But like, I don't want to be like a dick about it. But I was like, I'll just call the restaurant and see if they can just like whatever comp like the the meal. And I did. And the restaurant was very like apologetic and they were very cool about it. And they just were like, yeah, we'll like refund you for that thing. But as I'm calling Mariah, who was also eating, there was other stuff besides the, the mixed vegetables. She was like taking bites off my plate. She took a carrot. I took a bite of the carrot and put it in her mouth. And I go, that was the thing with the plastic bag in it. Like that we we just talked about. It. And she spit it out of her mouth. And she was like, I forgot. And I was like, we had just, I'm on the phone with the restaurant. We had just talked about it. Oh, no. So uh, and I, but, Mariah's ever been. Before I did find, before I did find the piece of plastic bag, I did have like four or five of those carrots. So I did, I did eat some, uh, eat some plastic bag carrots. Not the saddest I've ever been, but uh, still kind of weird, kind of gross. Yeah. Well, Sounds show's canceled. Yeah. Aaron, no, this was you guys, episode. This is what I mean, though. I wish you... That was a test, and you guys were supposed to go, no, Aaron, we're going to do this show forever. There's no reason to be sad, but that's not what you said. You both laughed and said, of course. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's it's kind of like you asking, like, you know, do you think we're going to die one day? It's like, well, of course. Like, I'm Wait, under no what? illusion that I've been a... <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, no. Uh, oh my God! <laughs> Looks oh at myself in mirror. Oh my God! <laughs> you know who's not going to die uh, anytime soon is this guy because I got my uh, my COVID my Omicron booster. I got like the new the new the, the new hotness the new COVID mm. booster uh, like uh, two days ago, and I got to tell you, feel great. Did sleep? Oh, did sleep? Uh, did take a nap today for like four hours? Uh, but other than that, <laughs> feel fucking fantastic. So, I'm getting mine next week. I'm a little bit nervous because it always sort of knocks me off my feet. Yeah, Aaron, it was. It was about. It was about 24 hours of of getting knocked off my feet. I would say. Aaron, I gotta say, and I mean this in the nicest way. I think in the last two years you've had COVID more often than you haven't had COVID. Thank 
Thank you. Wow, you noticed something about you. <laughs> wow, that's wow. really sweet. Someone's paying attention. <laughs> yeah, I just have a personality that's sort of just like Beth from Little Women. I look sick all the time. Um, I act sick all the time. I just have that vibe. But I've only had COVID twice, I think. Mm. Yeah. Aaron, do you already have your appointment? Yes. Okay. And Aaron, it's pronounced Dungeons and Daddies. Oh, Beth yes. from Dungeons and Daddies. <laughs> well, so I, um, when... When Mariah got appointments uh, same weekend but separate times, and when she made hers, that was like the last time that day. So I got an appointment at a, at a Walgreens at eight fifteen p.m. on a Sunday night, and I was like, "For sure that this isn't a real appointment. I'm going to get in there. They're going to be like, what? The person who does that went home hours ago. Like, you get the fuck out of here.' Um, but it was it was actually the best because I went in at like eight o'clock and I was out by like eight o five because there was no one in there. They were like, "Yeah, we'll give you a, we'll give you your fucking vaccine, sure." <laughs> And I did, I did COVID shot in one arm, flu shot in the other. And I was told Mariah, I was like, I'm going to see, I'm going to test like which one I it, like feel like I have more of a reaction. You couldn't tell the difference. The exact same. <laughs> <laughs> and both of them were a needle in my arm. <laughs> um, can I tell you two the saddest I've ever been? Yeah. I was driving. This was maybe. And obviously Casey bleeped this out. Yeah. Bleep this whole thing out. <laughs> one long bleep. Make it sound like a weather warning. <laughs> Um, Casey says this has Patreon energy, which is simultaneously the biggest insult and biggest compliment. No, it's a compliment. Patreon's better. Maybe like eight (laughs) years ago, maybe eight or nine years ago, I can't remember when, uh, I was driving, and as I um, was driving, and it was kind of stormy, it was kind of raining, it was later at night, um, I saw a woman on the side of the road dressed Mm -hmm. in prom attire, um, and she had her thumb out, she was hitchhiking. And so I picked her up and she got in the car and she just looked, she had kind of this pale look to her and um, a scarf around her neck. And as we were driving, I was like, hey, like, are you okay? Like, where can I take you? And she's like, uh, drive to the old high school. And I was like, never, high school. never ask a woman, where can I take you? <laughs> yeah, it, um, she seemed upset. So I started driving her and, um, you know, clearly she was going to prom. So I drove her to the old high school and that mm-hmm. high school hadn't been in operation. I don't know. In 30, 40 years. And so as we're driving, oh, the we, we're, we're coming up on a cemetery. And as we pass and the cemetery. Adel, before you huh? keep going, just remember that you promised me you'd never lie to me again. But keep going. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> and then I was so say, hungry. Woke up. Say woke up. I say woke up. It's woke not a lie. This is a dream. My pants. <laughs> yes, there you go. There you go. This was a dream. It's not a lie. This was a thing that happened to you, a sad dream. And as we passed the cemetery, the young woman said, look, a cemetery. And I was like, "Uh uh-huh. And I was kind of rolling my eyes because I'm like, that's not an interesting fact. And I dropped her off at the school and she goes, oh, shit, this is the wrong high school. And I said, well, I got to get going. (laughs) And I felt so bad for her because she clearly went to the wrong prom. But, you know. That shit happens. Anyway, we should get into some riddles. You try to do a good deed for someone, and that's exactly what you get, you know? <sighs> Unbelievable. Millennials. As Alpha Bowl once sang, unlimited. No, no <laughs> good deed goes unpunished. That's what I meant to say. Is Alpha Bowl once sang, What kind of car is that? Okay, let's do riddles, because you're right. This isn't a Patreon episode. We have to be serious. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. What gets sharper the more you use it? Your, your noodle, your noggin, your brain. Your brain. Well, it's a brain. Brain, final answer. Final answer, Rebus. What brain. is a brain? <laughs> I do want to see a scene. <laughs> Million dollar question. Brain. <laughs> I do want to see a scene. Uh-huh. Uh, JPC, you are famed English author Bram Stoker. Okay. I assume he was English. Sure. It's an English ass name. Aaron, uh, this is like a kind of a writer's retreat. Um, and Aaron, you are Brain Stoker, mm-hmm. and uh, there's been some sort of mix-up at the writer's retreat with name tags. No, this is simply unacceptable, S- uh, sir. Sir, front desk man. Uh, this is simply yeah, unacceptable. Sir. First, sir. I sir front sir, desk. No, sir, sir, sir. Sir, sir. I, sir. I be uh, sir. I'm saying sir as politely as I can, sir. Not as polite as me. Sir. 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 
And I bend down and go, sir. And I take my hat off, sir. 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 And I do a little curse and I go, oh, sir. Oh, I empty You're out my wearing pockets. my name tag. It's just the white parts of my pockets that come out of my <laughs> pants. And I say, sir. I'm doing What's a little shrug like a baby. And then I go, sir. I You're wearing for, my name tag. I fumble for my phone. I don't know how to unlock the phone. I, I hold the phone out to you. Sir. <laughs> sir. I'm your name tag. First, I was not able to access my room upon attending this conference, and now I'm being accosted by this vagabond at the front desk's desk. Oh, excuse me. Uh, I am a far more fancier man than you. Why would I name? Why would I grab the wrong name tag? This is mine. Oh my gosh! There's either a typo on my name tag, or we have similar names. My. I see the I see the misunderstanding now. Looking at the name tag of my name spelling upon your chest, my name is Bram Stoker. B. R. <laughs> no, hold on, hold on. And you're a writer professionally. I'm not an editor. Oh, gotcha. Bazoink. Bazoinks. <laughs> Bazoinks. <laughs> B-A-R, there's an H in there somewhere, and then an A, and then of course there's an M. I'm Bram Stoker. Ah, and I'm Brain Sticker. What was it? That's what, that's what, <laughs> that is what you have written on your hand. Yes, yeah, so I'm looking at the man at the front desk. Sir, what's, what's my name? Sir? 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 Uh, your name? Uh, one moment. Hey, Mary, it's me. Your cousin, Marvin Shelley. You know that new monster book you've been looking for? Well, listen to this. Uh. Sir, sir, sir. Wow, it's so fun to find like the origin of a story inside of a scene. Pretty cool. As, yeah, learning is can be fun. Um, have you guys ever tried to read um, no. Mary yeah. Shelley's? <laughs> never. Once, never again. <laughs> Uh, I I should have I should have known where that question was leading. I don't think I have. I don't I don't recommend it. It's pretty boring. Um, I, old books from a long time ago are pretty boring. Uh, a lot of the times, it's, that's redundant. It's, yeah, it's, it's old tough. books from a long time ago. It's tough. Yeah, I would just rather see. I just rather see you know what the what what the new Marvel movies all about. Let's see <laughs> what oh. Ant Man's take on this thing is. <laughs> <laughs> I heard they made a book out of Ant Man. No way. Must it's a see. bunch of little panels. <laughs> I don't know. The musical involved some great dancing by a group of actors that had been friends. And Wait, perform- did we get the answer to that one? Was it Brain? It was fucking Bram. Bram. Oh, we it were right. Bram. It was Bram. Okay, we're ready Bram. for the next one. Sorry. I don't know. The musical involves some <laughs> great dancing by a group of actors that had been friends and performers for years. By the end of her second week... Java was still a part of the cast, but she was no longer included in the show. Why? Okay. And her name is Java? J-A-V-A. Java? Mm. Java? Java. She broke uh, her ankle. Uh, Aaron. Whoa. Did Aaron get it? You are dead on. Really? No. But, but there's something to it. There's something more to it. She broke her ankle dancing. She Sorry. broke her ankles. Uh, Waving at her friends in the show. <laughs> Dear Evan Hansen. Okay, so can you read the riddle Kicking one more time? Kicking through a window. The musical involved some great dancing by a group of actors that had been friends and performers for years. By the okay. end of her second week, Java was still a part of the cast, but she was no longer included in the show. Because she's an actor, not a dancer, so she's not very good at dancing, so she broke her legs. <laughs> <laughs> did, yeah, Tell did me they, I'm did, wrong. <laughs> was she like the lead dancer, but then she broke her ankle, and then they were like, I guess you can be the stage manager. And they were like, the stage manager? The job that we basically don't even need to have? Hey, the rest of us cast are going home. Can you sit here and manage the stage? <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> Make sure it's watered. Make sure the stage is here on time, <laughs> stage manager. I think that, uh, hey, Riddle Riddle listeners, it's like 90% former stage managers. <laughs> 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 so I know that I know that people we, are going to come yes. at me for that. I know, but it's true. It truly is. Energy. It's a lot of people in black shirts and black With pants. With burnout and, and anxiety. Uh-huh. <laughs> and who are, are for eight, eight weeks out of the year are just need that control they need Mm -hmm. to be able to yell at someone to be like hey josh hey josh we're rehearsing right now can i roast our listeners really quick 
please. Hey, listeners, how's your addiction to colorful pens going? (laughs) Why don't you buy some new stationery? Yeah, that's right, Howard Dean Scream. You organized motherfuckers. Need more stickers for your water bottle? Yeah. (laughs) And if you're if you're one of if you're one of these listeners who's sitting here all high and mighty, being like, "Yeah, get them, roast these stage managers." I'm looking at you, prop master. You're just (laughs) as culpable in all of this with your all black attire standing next to your little table, the Lord of the Little Table. Mm-hmm. Oh, and obviously, guys, this is a, it takes one to know one situation. We know yeah, you I'm, because we are you. <laughs> yes, I'm a bit of a prop master. I'm basically a Midwest carrot top. <laughs> did you guys do? Did you guys do any uh, stage crew or stagecraft or whatever it was called in uh, in high school? Oh, yeah. I or... didn't do it in high school. I was too busy being the lead. Um, Boo! Robin, I, was Robin Hood. <laughs> I was Robin Hood and Robin Hood, the musical, no big deal. Uh, uh, I was hooking a little I thing called Peter Pan. A sensation. <laughs> <laughs> Kiwani High School Times called me a sensation. Uh, yeah, they I had did... to whisper. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I did in college as a theater major. We had to spend time doing a little bit of everything, just yeah. so you're well rounded. So I had to do costumes. I had to do lighting. I had to do. I don't know if I did. I had to learn about stage managing, but I don't know if I actually did it. I had to stage manage anything because I was yeah. always in a show every semester. So I don't. I don't think. I don't think they ever made you like be a stage manager, but I did costumes and lighting for a dance recital and for something else um, that was non-acting. Uh, how about I did, you two? I did stage crew for all the musicals in high school because I, I never um, sang in the musicals. Um, mm-hmm. So I did all the plays and then did crew for the musicals. And I, I think mostly what I did was like build sets and stuff and then have the someone else come by and be like, you built the stair up that upside down. Like everyone else is building a huge set and you're working on one step for four months and you fuck it up continuously. Uh, but then I would always, I would be like one of the people who would dress in all black and like move the props on stage during the, you know, blackouts. Oh yeah. But I was never like a stage manager or anything. Yeah, that yeah. was the people who were serious about crew. And I was the person that were like, look, you're a fucking actor. You don't need to be here. <laughs> I could easily see a young JBC being told, Oh, you built this stair upside down and you going, well, at some point they have to go downstairs <laughs> and then being like, JPC. I remember vividly uh, having to rebuild a stair three times. And finally, the director was like, you keep doing this wrong. And I was like, yeah, man, because I don't know how to build a fucking stair. <laughs> you told me to do something I don't know how to do. <laughs> I did so much crew during college. Well, most of the crew, crew I did was like costume crews. Yeah. Um, like I was people's dressers, um, like on the actual day of the show. And then so I like assisted- a bureau. Exactly. Yeah. Like from yeah, Beauty and the bureau. Beast. Yeah. It was like the bureau. <laughs> I was like, la, 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 like the, from like, like the bureau. Uh, and I, I dressed Nancy Bell in Macbeth. Like she was such a, she was like a dream to work with. But I was on a set building crew. I think I've told this before for Three Penny Opera. Which they basically were like, you know what? It should be a big wood set that takes eight billion years to build. Yeah, yeah. And it was my first crew. Oh, so bad. It was so that crew was so bad. But I was the only other friend I had on the crew was Jimmy Betts, and we had to learn how to weld, and we had to be there for three hours every day for like four months. And there was one Saturday that they made us come in, so we're like so burnt out and tired. We're there every day, and we were there for four hours, and they're like, okay, build this ladder. And we tried for four hours and we're like, this doesn't make sense. We're so confused. And then they came in and they're like, oh my God, we gave you the wrong measurements. Sorry to waste your whole Saturday. <laughs> that sounds like an elaborate <sighs> prank. Also, I got to say, and yeah, funny name, but I bet anytime your friend goes to Las Vegas, he has comped everything. <laughs> Hotels, I know he has a cool. Food. He's got yeah. a cool hey, name. Jimmy Betts isn't there. <laughs> he's the gentlest soul. He's like a little lamb of a a guy, and he uh, burst into tears and threw a hammer at a wall. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! And, and guess what I did? I burst into tears, and we hugged each other on the floor because we were like, "This crew is prison." <laughs> uh, nothing that would but be respect. A good, yeah. Uh, Ka- Kathleen Turner, you know the actress, was in a show Jessica at the Rabbit? St- yeah, St. Louis Repertory Theater uh, while I was on the Three Penny Opera crew. And she kept, uh, <laughs> she was uh, walking backstage while we were building it. And she was like, what is this for? What are you guys doing? <laughs> and we're like, it's Three Penny Opera. And she's like, oh, okay, 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 okay. Yeah, she, she wanted just someone like, to notice she her. Kept, she kept forgetting every time she'd walk by and be like, what are you guys doing? And we're like, 
Still three penny opera, Kathleen Turner. <laughs> Check back. It's been later. four years. Yeah. <laughs> You're still doing it. It's been four years. What are you doing? Uh, God bless actors, and they work very hard, and they're very good and talented and lovely. But man, crew works so much harder than them. Crew works so much harder. No oh, one yeah. works harder than stage managers. They're 100%. angels. I will say that also, uh, no one, uh, from being an actor and being involved in the crew, the crew, I remember the first uh, show that I crewed, um, we were you know building the stage and there was a guy named Chris who was a friend of all of ours, but we had one of those industrial like um, things of like, not saran wrap, but like like a shrink wrap or whatever. Mm-hmm. And we thought it'd be very funny to shrink wrap Chris's car closed <laughs> so that he couldn't get into his car. And we did it. It was very funny. We trashed his car um, and uh, he was very bad. And we and he said, I will get revenge on all of you. We're all a ha ha ha. And I'm like there for the ride. I'm like, ha ha, this is fun as well. And then the first person that they got revenge on was a kid named Colin. And Colin was carrying in his hand four buckets of paint and he was carrying them um, uh, like on the stage to somewhere. And Chris hit him in the nuts so hard and Colin folded down on the ground, but he couldn't spill these open things of paint that he was uh, carrying. So we just watched him like fold onto the ground, like slowly while the paint like dripped onto the ground. And we all watched in horror because we all knew we were next. And we were like, (laughs) that's how he got Colin. Like no one slept a wink (laughs) for the rest of the time that crew was in session. (laughs) That's so funny. Lesson learned. Uh, Lesson learned. To backtrack slightly, Aaron, you made a joke about being a singing dresser, saying la 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 la. Oh, yes. I do want to see a scene. Oh, good. Um, this is this is kind of like a Beauty and the Beast situation, like you said, JPC. Uh, so, JPC, you are the beast. You're the titular beast in the castle, uh, and your castle is magical, but it's magical because you have one, um, you have one dresser that talks. Okay, it, it's never a person or anything. It's just you have one dresser that talks, and that's it. Ah, God damn it! I broke all of my clothes again. God damn it! Uh, Good morning. Uh, I'll be naked. Lord, don't open the door. Beast, don't go in there. Just be naked today. It doesn't. You don't no, need. Swings open door. Ah. Good morning. Ah, good morning, dresser. Uh, How about this? Throw something on your nose. No, I don't. A sun hat. No, I don't. Oh, Thank you. I don't want to wear a big floppy dress and a sun hat today, dresser. Thank you very much. It's oh, not really. Beast, something... take me to town today. No, now. <laughs> we now, dresser. We did that. We did that one time, and what did you do? I made everyone scream in horror, <laughs> yes. but I Be- just wanted to go out to dinner. <laughs> little, little boy peeking in the window. I told you. I told you he fucks that dresser. He, <laughs> she said, take me to town. And he said, we've done that. <sighs> Look, okay. I, I I thought me going into town was going to create such an uproar because obviously I'm a... You know, big beast that lives in this, you know, manor house all by myself. But no, people were just enthralled by the singing cabinet because we tried to go for a nice dinner and you just couldn't stop singing. Who, me? Yes, la, you know. No. <laughs> Can I just get some pants and a cape? Because I have a, like a, like a huge day of, I have to scowl around and, you know. Mm, yes, of general... course, but first... What are we? Like, what? How would you define our relationship? Oh, I mean, we're having fun, right? I mean, you know, it's just like, it's just like fun in the house thing. It's not like fun, like, we, it's, I don't think that we're like, you know, we're not the type of, you know, whatever, I don't want to say couple, uh, but we're I not like a be going in a canoe out. while you paddle it, and I want to feed the ducks. Kicks in door. You there, beast! It's time to die! It's me, Gastoon! Oh, God. Uh, the local buff man. Ooh. Yeah, Gastoon, actually, you know what? Big Plex rips my shirt, pulls off pants, Chippendale dance. Magic <laughs> Mike, magic Mike, magic Mike. Uh, Cabinet, did you hire another stripper? Did you hire another? It's someone's birthday. <laughs> no, I promise you it's not. No strips like, like Gaston. Gaston. <laughs> and snap! Ah. <laughs> snap that neck. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Alright, no. well now, now I'm gonna need a, a more clothes because I have to bury another stripper. Mm, I can't believe you keep doing this. Another secret we share between uh, us. It doesn't bother us. It brings us closer. <laughs> uh, I think I have depression. <laughs> I love that at the start of that scene it was basically Brian Cox as the beast. <laughs> Fuck off! Siobhan, god damn it! Rolling star! <laughs> 
Ah, you don't want to know where you're from, Wolverine? <laughs> and I have a question for the group. Am I okay, okay or am I mid-nervous breakdown? <laughs> Aaron, we're all mid-nervous breakdown. Great. Oh, yeah. I feel better. Yeah, and that's uh, my favorite strain of weed. <laughs> I have a question for y'all. The musical involves some great dancing by a group of actors Fuck. that had been friends and performers for years. By the end of her second week, Java was still part of the cast. She was no longer included in the show, though. Oh, because she's in a cast. She broke her leg and she's wearing a cast. So she's part of the cast. That's not how I would put that. The cast she was a part of was on her leg and her broken leg made performing impossible. I would like to see a scene. Uh Um, You two are in some play and uh, one of you has... Yeah, has a broke, you can decide which one, and one of you has a broken leg, and it's really affecting the performance. Ah, father, I'm home. I'm home for the, from the war, and I, I just want to see you. I just want to see you be happy. You, you haven't been a happy salesman since I, I don't know when. And even though my name is Happy, I haven't been happy. <laughs> I haven't been if happy in years. If I were a rich man. careful, careful. You shouldn't be dancing on the roof. No, uh, this is a production of uh, Fiddler on the Ground, obviously. Uh, okay. We had to make some changes. You, so it's going to be Fiddler <laughs> on the no, Ground. I'm in the cast. I understand. Yeah. yeah I'm just saying well, be careful because it looked like you were climbing up on the roof. Honey, well, I are mean, they breaking the fourth wall? Like they're, I can hear them talking to each other. Ma'am, excuse me, ma'am. Hey, you, you're out. Take her ass out. What the? I play. I play happy. Because we're the actors. Oh man. Yeah, dumbass. When you go to a play, the people on stage are supposed to be talking, not the people who are on too much volume in the fucking audience. Not that person. If you would have commented, I don't have to watch Fiddler on the Ground. That's nothing. The metaphor is that the fiddler's on the roof and he's playing his music, his cultural music, in a place that is tricky, where he could fall and he could hurt himself. The metaphor All music is work. cultural. He's on the ground, motherfuckers. Fuck All you. music Fuck is cultural. You. Fuck you. <laughs> Oh, Lewis, I didn't know we had a dramaturg in the audience. Yeah, Someone, dramaturg. Uh, yeah, more like dramaturg, ma'am. Say, ma'am, ma'am dramaturg. Get back here. We're what? dressing ma'am? you down. We're, We're dressing like you down. Dramaturg. Do hey, everyone, can we, get a, can we get a round of applause for the crew? Let's, yeah, heroes. Hardest working crew in America. Absolute heroes. The crew is absolute heroes. But just America. Th- that woman's not clapping. I saw that Do woman not clapping. Show. Do the show and I'll clap. We are doing we the show. We were doing the show. Right, we are doing ahead, the show. Ahead, if you would have screamed at us in character, you would have been protected by state law. Because state law says tradition, in the theater. Tradition. Fuck. 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 She's, she's got us. She's got That's us. state law. Ooh, days and night must scramble for a living. Feed the wife and children. Let me escort her on stage. Uh, okay, she's on stage. Right, right this way. Right this way. No, what? It's fine. At home. You know, we're going to. <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll put her on stage. We'll trap her on stage with the laser wolf. The what? Good, the laser wolf. Good luck. Good luck beating the laser wolf. Dumbass. Of course, Laser <laughs> Wolf is Nick Offerman's production company. Oh, Laser Wolf. Uh, I, I remember we did Fiddler on the Roof in high school, and uh, my buddy Pete got cast as Laser Wolf, and I was not familiar with the uh, play at all. And I was like, oh, Pete, they made up a part for you. Laser Wolf <laughs> is not, there's no such, that's, that's nothing. They that's feel bad nothing, for you. Buddy. That's You're basically nothing. tree number two. <laughs> Laser Wolf. Laser Wolf. That was a gr- well, speaking- uh, every production of Fiddler on the Roof is a gregarious senior. <laughs> go, he's not the best singer, but he's he's really charismatic. Make him Laser Wolf. Well, speaking of Laser Wolf, why don't we laser our wolves on over to an ad break, and we'll be right oh. back with more. Hey, riddle, riddle. <laughs> Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. Um, JPC. Two words rhymes with, oh no, you're sick. Yes, it rhymes with, oh no, I'm sick. <laughs> uh, you know what? You guys are never going to get it. I was trying to show you I need Claritin. Mm. Claritin. Oh, JPC, why don't you just hold up a box of Claritin? Oh, I have this box of Claritin right here. Mm. 
camera goes ping, and I, and I'm, and I smile and I kind of wink when I hold up my box of Claritin D. JPC, I know that you famously live with allergies. You're an mm-hmm. allergy sufferer. Famously. But you don't have to live like that. You can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Yeah, luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Guys, I know that you've been saying this live clear with Claritin D thing. It seems super natural, but you've been saying it a ton just to me, like in casual conversation. Live clear with Claritin D. Live clear with Claritin D. Live Claritin clear with Claritin D. We all know it. I picked up my own Claritin D, and I think that everybody should use this product. I have allergies. I have the scratchy throat, the the itchy throat. There's nothing worse. There's a lot of things worse, but there's a, there's nothing worse from a you know personal day to day level than that scratchy throat. Claritin D takes it all away. It's designed for serious allergy sufferers. Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better and podcast funnier. That's not part of their ad copy. I just want, <laughs> I want Claritin to know I added the podcast funnier. <laughs> the double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. It makes you pretty funny on a podcast. That they put in there. I don't know why they put that in there. That was... But don't take it from the three of us. Take it from Claire Teen, the the teenage Claire who loves Claritin. Claire? I have a teenage Claire, Claire that loves Claritin. Ready to live your life like you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your Woo! local pharmacy counter. Yeah. You don't even need a prescription. Woo-hoo. So go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. That's C-L-A-R-I-T-I-N.com right now. Use as directed. Yep. Live Claritin clear. JPZ, live Claritin clear. Live Claritin clear with Claritin, 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 Claritin D. Claritin yes, live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Yes. <laughs> That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm -mm -mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Adel, speaking of Laser Wolf, you know what I just got back from? Meow Wolf? Meow Wolf. Laser Tag? Laser. I played I played Laser Tag at Meow Wolf. They did ask me to leave. Uh, they said, this is not part of the, this is not part of the experience. You uh-huh, have to go. Uh-huh. Oh, where did yeah. you get back from? Meow Wolf in you Santa did. Fe. Yes. Where, you were in Santa Fe? I was in Santa Fe. And did you I open had, up a restaurant? I had the time <laughs> of my life. Did you like it? The restaurant? No. Uh, I was expecting more of like a Tex-Mex thing, and it was a little too much Tex, not enough Mex. I'm so excited. Santa Fe is truly one of my favorite places on earth. I've what did you, where, where were you, Why were you there? What did you do? Tell me all about it. I went to Albuquerque to go to the... Um, I think it's the world's largest hot air balloon festival. Oh, yes. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. That's where you and Mariah were went on a business trip. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. We, we when Before we were dating, we went on a, a, a business trip when we worked at the same company together to, I think it was like a resort in Albuquerque or Santa Fe. It was, I think we flew into the Albuquerque airport, uh, but it, it's all, it's all like very similar over there. I think it's about an hour away. I remember as a kid watching Looney Tunes and Bugs Bunny would always be like, uh, taking a train to Albuquerque or Kalamazoo or Cucamonga. And I was always, always like, these are clearly made up little towns. He's clearly just saying sounds. And then yeah. I grew up and realized, oh, these are all real places that sound insane. Well, what what solidified it for me was the Weird Al song, Albuquerque. Which Oh, that's right. Which is- that, was, that was one where I was like, oh, I guess it is a real place. Do you have any bear claws? We're out of <laughs> yeah. bear claws. That's Gemma's favorite uh, Weird Al song. Um, so my my buddy you... saw Weird Al uh, play that song live uh, last you. year. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> blood, oh, bloods everywhere. Hold on, no, Aaron needs attention. Aaron, <laughs> very no, pretty. I, I like just, your headband. It was driving me insane mm-hmm. that I couldn't get that sneeze out, and then it really hurt by the time. <laughs> Doesn't matter. <laughs> Keep talking. Did it hurt when you sneezed so loud just then? <laughs> Tenth Avenue sneeze out. 
So your friend went and saw Weird Al. Oh yeah, Albuquerque. He, he, he played Albuquerque, and he said he did a very fun bit where Albuquerque is like a twelve-minute like song. It's like a very long song. Yeah. He did a bit where he's like talking to the audience, and then he like Weird Al like he's like, "Well, I lost track of where I was in the song. I'll just start again." <laughs> and then he said he played. He did like the first four minutes of the song again, and then stopped and was like, "I just remembered where I was," and then skipped to the part of That's the song. That's fucking said, incredible. I was like, "That is such a funny bit." You That's take a twelve-minute song and turn it into a twenty-minute live piece. That's very funny. What's what's great is if you I always thought it was a Weird Al original. If you I can't mm-hmm. remember the name of the song, but there's a song that it's he's parroting and it is insane. I'll send you the song. Wait, what? That's a parody. Oh, song. oh th- yeah, th- yeah. Albuquerque. It's it's not a um it's, it's like not Jim's like an automotive actual... or something. It's some sort of yeah. It's not an actual parody, but it's like I can't remember what the term for that is because like oh, parody gosh. is like when he does like a um, White Amish nerdy? Paradise yeah. versus like Gangster's Paradise, yeah, yeah. but it's yeah some sort of like homage. Uh oh, Casey's typing, so Casey might know style parody. A style parody is what it's called. Yep, that is that is the that's the technical term. But the song is insane. You gotta listen. They're both insane. So JPC, I have I'm absolutely dying out of curiosity. You went to Meow Wolf. Mm-hmm. What did you think? I loved it. Had a great time. Isn't it so cool? Yeah. Did you get your burrito Christmas style? I got my burrito Christmas style, which is when they put a uh, little um, French fries, Santa Fe French fries, uh, <laughs> Mission Christmas style. That's what George W. Bush put across that naval ship, <laughs> Mission Christmas style. Mission Christmas style. <laughs> what would the world have been if he had had a big banner that said Mission Christmas style on that ship? <laughs> Mission and Christmas. Well, let's get to another riddle here. I don't know. You said mission of Christmas and then transition into a riddle. You're can we, that, that was heroic. That was amazing. Our next live show, can I pull a cord that drops a huge banner that just says mission of Christmas? <laughs> <laughs> yes. The, the thing about oh, things like man. that is like, God, it would be so worth it to do that bit, but it would take so much effort. I remember when I was much younger. I mean, Adel, probably the same thing with you. You, you, uh, uh, Christmas wrapped. Christmas wrapped the whole person's like apartment. Oh, I had yeah. such I had such an energy and thirst for doing like elaborate bits, and now in my thirties, I'm like, ha, fun idea. Let's think about it for a second. <laughs> yeah, and let's move on. Let's let's name the episode "Mission of Christmas" and move on. We never at, a, at a certain age, you get to a point where you just text people and you're like, "Should we do this?" And you toss out an idea, and they go, "Yeah," and you go like, "Yeah, we should." And then you don't talk to that person for two years. Uh, you can just. By the time you're 30, you can just text your friend going out to dinner. And that's the same as going out to dinner with your friend. You just think about how it would go. We should Um, have dinner sometime soon. Having fun is a young person's game. uh, Oh, oh, absolutely. Just this morning, I said to Sean, it's almost Christmas. And he said, you need to get a grip. (laughs) 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 Well, you're on the ledge of your... Oh, I just love Christmas so much. I've been sending him Christmas TikToks since about May, going like, let's get oh, ready no. to Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Jock Jam's Christmas. Christmas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The that makes great. me feel anything is decorating my house for Christmas every year. So can't a- wait. A- Aaron, who who is doing Christmas TikToks in May? Like, are these old Christmas TikToks? My or are these- soulmates. <laughs> yeah, a person with the other parasite uh, in their brain. <laughs> yeah, other people with clinical depression. Thank you for asking. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. they're like, uh, pick your Christmas vibe this year, and then we'll just show a bunch of different different Christmas vibes. Actually, I don't. Really, I, this is not a safe space to share this. <laughs> I realize I cut this now. This well, is not the group of people I can tell about that. Mm-hmm. I'd cut life. it out, Aaron, but we need the content. We need yeah, it. Aaron, it has to yeah, stay whatever, in. whatever, whatever. Uh, speaking of bits that uh, we won't do anything with, the other day I texted Mariah, uh, the Stanley Tucci Institute of Tuchinology, and I said, I don't know what this is, but the, here it is. Free idea for the world. <laughs> I told Aaron Mission about it Christmas. too. Aaron. The Tucci. Mission of Christmas. <laughs> The Tooch. The Tooch. I love Stanley Oh, Tucci. GPC. So I sent GPC yes. a pan, like a skillet, and I got I, a picture. By the way, I made a, I made a big skillet cookie in that last night. I, and you sent me a picture. It looked fucking delicious. It made it me like go like, oh my God, it looked so good. Well, how do you make a skillet cookie? So it was it was also, it's, it's basically you just make like cookie dough and then put it into a skillet. But it was one of those things where I came upstairs and I was like, Mariah, can we make a skillet cookie? And we we're like- Let's go into the kitchen and see if we have all the stuff. And we did. We just had, we had, it was like, you know, flour, sugar, brown sugar, butter, uh, vanilla, an egg, 
and you in chocolate chips and you just kind well, of whip that dough up into a into a cookie dough. Also heat and time. And baking soda. I'm gonna get roasted in the <laughs> comments for not including the baking soda. <laughs> Yes, and heat, and heat. Uh, wow, uh, yeah, especially so cool. heat. You the only groceries have I have are cut up cucumber, old pepper jack cheese, and caramel koalas. That's the only thing in my refrigerator <laughs> right now. That but does good not for you having make. all those yeah. ingredients. Does anybody <laughs> want one of my cookie. famous uh, pepper jack koala cookies? <laughs> no, please. I'm still finishing my first one from last year. Yeah, no. I'm, 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 we're just moving it around the plate with a fork. We're like, it's so good. I just I can't believe how long it's taking Don't me to Don't forget to dunk them in Powerade. Oh, uh, <laughs> no, I'm good. Do you put any, do you have like cucumbers as a snack? And if so, do you put anything on them? A special something. I don't. I don't have cucumbers as a snack. I, w- I won't go buy a cucumber. Cucumber is one of those uh, vegetables that is just not mm. super. It's like celery to me. It's like not super interesting. I used to have cucumber as a snack. I chop them into little uh, rounds. But ever since I discovered uh, himica, I just grab himica instead of cucumber. Mm. It's a it's a more crunchy, delicious snack. Himica is like a gin, correct? <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, exactly, yeah, I just yes. drink gin instead of uh, eating cucumber. It's my Mad Men diet. I, I buy mini cucumbers, and I think this might be regional because people are pretty horrified when I tell them this. <laughs> I don't know if you mini cucumbers, but uh, sometimes I'll just cut them up and then I'll put a tiny bit of like pink sea salt on them, and that'll be that. And that's normal. That's, but that's fine. The thing I think that's, that's weird, Same but tomatoes, everyone in Massachusetts does this. But you do apple cider vinegar. You put mm-hmm. that on them. Yeah, You're making that. pickles. Yeah, yeah, kind of though. But my it's dear, so you good. have pickles. Have You're you microdosing ever, pickles. <laughs> if you ever are craving like salt and vinegar chips, eat pickles. You and you don't have them, obviously. <laughs> yeah, there. I was <laughs> waiting for you to finish them. the part where you were like, "If you ever craving salt and vinegar chips, get get them. Just eat, get eat those, those instead." <laughs> get but those instead. if you need a little bit of that in your day, and you have cucumbers and apple cider vinegar in your house, it scratches the same part of my brain, and it's delicious. Okay. But everyone's like, "Ew, you can't eat apples. Ew, what are you? Ugh. That sounds fine to me, Aaron. I, I don't. It, it doesn't. It doesn't sound like it's like I, I think I've only ever used apple cider vinegar to like kill fruit flies, but it still hey. it still sounds like it still sounds like something that you can do. Hey, <laughs> come sound like a, on! Sound like a, a, a cartoon extra in Simpsons. Uh-huh. Yeah, Bart hey. stole my kai. <laughs> I don't know. Two thieves returned the new air conditioner to the church where they had taken it. Even after the church leaders publicly announced that the thieves could keep the air conditioner due to the severe heat, the wording of the forgiveness frightened the thieves so much that they felt they had to bring it back. What was the wording? Um, something about like it's something about like because these are priests, right, from a church. It's like burning in hell or something like that. Like, ooh, you the, the, are hot, 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 yeah. hot, hot. Yeah, it's it's like because they said that the, the, they said that they could keep it. Mm-hmm. But the thieves brought it back, so they said something about like you're burning. Uh, you'll you're you won't burn. You won't burn in hell for this, or something like that. Very very close. Yeah. Do you want? I I, I would give it to you because you're so close. But we just said the riddle, so let's buy a little more time. Uh, okay, so it's like keep keep the air conditioner because they uh-huh. said that they could keep it. So they said keep the AC. We promise you won't burn in hell. Wink wink wink. Hell is hot. Uh-huh. But this AC's not. So have a <laughs> oh, summer. This is a saved by the bell limerick. Yeah, you won't <laughs> burn in hell. You, you're both pretty much dead on. The priests, Fuck. their public announcement that the thieves could keep the air conditioner went as such. Please keep the air conditioner you stole from our church because it will be very hot where you are going. Wow. That's some passive aggressive shit that I think some priests would pull. We're going to we're going to see a scene. So, uh Aaron and Adel, you are two priests doing your like weekly public proclamation. So, anyone that has wronged you or the church or whatever, every week you just come out in front of the church and you have like this like you know, kind of open open airing of your grievances. So, you are you are two priests doing that in front of a crowd. All right, everybody, settle down, okay, everyone, settle down. everyone, settle down. Jim, Relax. sit down. Jim, yeah. sit down, please. Okay, we have some announcements to make. First things first, mm-hmm. um, uh, somebody farted in the 11 o'clock mass, and it was terrible. Um, 11 raise your o'clock gas. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, let me cross that off. That was the one thing I wanted to say on that. Yeah, sorry. I know you thought you were going to get a big laugh on that. 
Are you okay? (laughs) Um, No, but we have to move on. (laughs) Okay. Oh, 11 o'clock gays. I get it. (laughs) Dad, no. No, I'm proud of you, my boy. Thanks. Uh, Thank you. What else do we have here? Oh, if one of the signs in the parking lot says priests only, it means priests only. Yeah. uh, If you... What are you doing? Sorry. Oh, I, I, you are I, so half-heartedly agreeing with me. I'm I, sorry. This... I thought I thought the sign said Prius only. I, I'll move it. <laughs> I, I I'm so sorry. Fuck, that's good. Get that guy out of here. Get that guy out of here. Hey, Prius only. <laughs> Shit. Oh no, the crowd the crowd's caught oh, on. They boy. love this guy. Um, that Dad, was a problem. You told me to to. I know. Air. I was trying to make a joke about it, and like, no, oh, I forgot fuck. what joke okay. I was going to make. Okay, go to uh, uh, We are currently trying. We're still looking for donations to replace our organ in the church. No one's donated yet. Yeah, we don't have any organ donors. I guess that's a pretty serious. Uh, Claire, I'm sorry about your heart. I'm sorry about your recent heart issue. Claire passed away. <laughs> oh, Claire's twin sister is here. Um, she, she passed away. Uh, she she passed gas away. Was she that just, her fart? She in recently earlier? just died. She recently Did just she, died. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, can I ask something? Yes. Why was not? Uh, why was my compatriot here and I not asked to preside over the funeral? Uh, they say they say uh, they think a priest murdered her. So, no. Yeah. Mm. That's another yeah. grievance. We gotta be in charge of every funeral, even if we are on the suspect list. Yes, and we would love if people stopped blaming us on all the town deaths. Uh, another thing, uh, I could already hear the complaints from Aaron's mom that this scene is sacrilegious. We checked, actually, and it's not. It's, it's not. actually not. It's okay to make fun of priests, and if they can't, yeah. if they don't have a sense of humor, then they're the problem. Yeah, and ju- just so everyone's clear, I know it, 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 I don't know that it's been explicitly said these are both male priests, so we yes. don't want to get a bunch of emails about how we had a woman play a priest. Yeah, we get it. They can't be priests, can't and it's it. good that way, right? It's that's for the best. Hey, Clark, do you mind if I launch into my type five? Clark. Yeah, go for it. Go for it. Go for it. Um, some other points of business here. Rectory, damn near Kildery. Now the crowd starts to disperse. People shuffle through are, notes. People, shuffle people through notes. Uh, I don't know why I just didn't go I to the very next. I talked to God today directly. What are you doing? He said you should laugh at our jokes and He's... don't fart in. Oh. <laughs> and now communion, body of Christ. Thank, uh, thank you, Jesus. No, you have to say yes, please. Yes, Body please. of Christ. Yes, please. There you go. Body of Christ. Yes, please. Thank you, thank you Jesus. For that. Body by Christ. Yes, please. What is going on down here? Oh, Alan. <laughs> Alan up on the roof. Hey. How's the I'm day? trying to sleep on the roof. <laughs> Oh, if I was a Christian, <laughs> I'd be coming down to Mass every Sunday. <laughs> if I were a Christian. Oh. Uh, their Religion Sabbath is weird. Is Saturday. What? Everybody can have a different Sabbath as a treat. Uh, we oh. all deserve a day of rest. That's so nice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ah. <sighs> Should we do a voicemail? What was that, Aaron? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing, no. sir. No, come to the front of the class. What did you say? <laughs> What's sir, your sorry. big announcement? Um, I brought my turtle to class and it died in my backpack. Again? I also think we should do a voicemail, maybe. Well, well, well. Class, would we like a voicemail? Yeah, this whole class stinks of dead turtles, so <laughs> anything that we can do about that would be priority numero uno. No, shut the windows. We're going to listen to a voicemail. Casey, janitor Casey, whenever you're ready. What if hypothetically this podcast got a new answering machine? And what if hypothetically you thought of some nice things to say?
this is Danny. Uh, I've been listening to you guys since the first episode. Uh, you, may, you guys make work Wednesdays worth having. Uh, so I was telling my friend about this podcast the other day, and he said, oh, you must be so smart for listening to riddles, like, all day. It must keep you sharp. Uh, and, oh, well, um, I can, like, I can come out of this doing, like, a pretty shitty monkey bones impression. Uh, but my question is, Same. this guy is very cute and handsome. How do I convey myself as witty and cunning and all these seductive traits? Uh, any input? Uh, would be appreciated. Uh, have a great one, guys. Wow. Bad news, you blew it. You should not have <laughs> you... said you listened to our show. There's no coming back from that. We're so sorry, but you did blow it. <laughs> yeah. I do like, here's what I'll say about Danny's voicemail. One, Danny, thank you so much for leaving the voicemail. I do like that they said um, something about making Wednesdays relevant again or something. <laughs> I think that should be our new slogan. I think it should be like, hey, Riddle Riddle, Wednesdays are back. Put hey, Wednesdays are back. Wednesdays hey, are riddle, back. Riddle. Wednesdays are semi bearable again. Just kidding. Every day sucks. <laughs> Mission a Wednesday? Is that something? Big banner drops off Mission a Wednesday? <laughs> we have literally never accomplished anything with the three of us. So I, I can think of three Mm-mm. people who deserve an accomplishment banner less than us. George W. Bush. Why well, times you know, three. I, I disagree because I think I think Danny came to the right place because Danny is ask, asking a question about Yes seduction yes. and what are some seductive task tactics uh that they can use on this frankly hunky sounding guy in their life yes and i think that i mean we're all we're all pretty good uh we're pretty i mean our, our track records speak for ourselves we're all in relationships yes. well, yeah, I, I'm ripping with sex appeal that's my <laughs> brand my track record is i ran a 400 in a minute 17 um, that's amen yeah. wow that's uh-huh. really fast thank you so um, danny you want to be more see more cunning and more appealing or something here's what i'll say here's they want to seduce yeah here's what i'll say never hurts to hold a candle anywhere you go I think anytime I'm out and about and I see someone holding a candle, they are suddenly mysterious. They're uh, su- suddenly unless seductive. you have the features of of a Victorian ghost like me, in which case it tips and it's bad. <laughs> yeah, so be or careful. If you have, yeah, or if you have the angular bone face of an Ichabod crane, then mm-hmm. leave the candles at home because you're going to mm-hmm. cast shadows everywhere. <laughs> mm-hmm. People are going to see the shape of your face, which mm-hmm. is uh, not ideal. But if you're not, if you don't look like Ichabod crane, carry a candle wherever you go. It can be one of those old timey. Charles Dickens type candles with the metal handle. Um, it can be almost like a what do they call that with um, when there's some sort of like a tragedy and you hold the candle and it has the little paper cardboard uh, base. Oh, yeah, uh, whatever those are called. Whatever those are called. Sure, you can just raw stick it where you're just holding a candle, letting the wax uh, fall into your hand, and that's kind of hot to be like. Danny, do not raw stick it. <laughs> raw stick it, Danny. That's kind of hot to see someone you're like, holy shit, they're just. The wax is just burning their hand and they're holding it. So that's kind of fucking sexy. What do you two think? <laughs> well, I mean, I, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think the candle idea, the candle idea oh, is great. No. It, it, it's like it's dangerous, a sense of urgency. Yeah. Um, I, we mentioned earlier on, on, on the podcast that uh, when Mariah and I met, we were actually put on a business trip together. And that's kind of where um, where. Our our friendship sparked into uh, into something more, and I think that you what you have to do, Danny, is you have to create that situation for yourself. Now, mm. I've you know I've never said this before, but the, the only reason that Mariah and I were on that business trip uh, um, to begin with is because I had been in my boss's office like the day before, and I had held a picture of his kids that he kept on the desk, and I said, "These are really nice kids." Mariah goes on the business trip with me, or maybe we never see these kids again. And I, I really put the fear of God into him, and I wow. made it happen. I made it happen for myself. So you need to make it happen for you, Danny. So stage a kidnapping. That's a really great close quarters way for you to to, to bond. Mm-hmm. Um, some sort of hostage situation, a kidnapping, um, maybe a, a bomb threat in your car. JPC? Be like, let's go into my car and listen to a CD. And then uh, a bomb threat, and you JPC? have to stay in JPC? there. Fuck. Mm-hmm. Can mm-hmm. Uh, Aaron and I see you in our office, our shared yeah, office? Sure. Sure, absolutely. Hey, Aaron and I are worried that you are creating a whole line of John Wicks. Is this fries and brisket and Lou in a photo? This is a really nice photo. It'd be a shame if I made these two photos kiss, huh? Dogs kissing cats? Dogs kissing cats? No, that's unnatural. It's so small in this office. It's so hot in here. I'm so claustrophobic. Everybody out. Everybody out. Everybody Everybody out. out, Stinks like dead turtle in here. (laughs) Aaron, what do you think? Danny, I got some advice. Lie. (laughs) From New York. It's Saturday. (laughs) So, Danny, you're going to go... 
and then they're gonna go um hey what's wrong and you go man i i just i'm like embarrassed but i made it to the final round of jeopardy callbacks and they said <gasps> yeah. I, was, uh, I was too like hot to be on screen or they said they but like just say that you made it to the final round of the smart a person thing and then they sure. go like oh my god you're so smart or you just go like oh oh man all my uh i i want one bar trivia too much they won't let me go back or um uh, National Geographic rejected my article. I write smart articles as my hobby to unwind, but they didn't want this one. <laughs> say, say something that's a lie. Danny, say lie. Lie. Just lie. Uh, Aaron, this is reiterating the fact that you are maybe one of the worst liars I've ever met. <laughs> no, me? Why? Give me one example. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I think that there's probably something. Uh, so, you know, lie about a candle in a hostage situation and then use all of our advice. Yeah. And Danny, keep us updated. Yeah. We, we give us a callback, Danny. We We're dying to know it. how it went. <laughs> 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 dresser, get out of here. I'm sorry. Uh, dresser, do you have anything you would like to plug? Um, yes. No, not her. Get her out of here. Um, I was on Gossip Kings, the podcast. I think that should be coming out soon. It might be out this week. I had the best time. I got to record in person, and I'm a big fan of that show. And they are- The best time. That sucks to hear. They're (laughs) so good. But they are uh, as lovely and charming together in a room as I wished they would be. And I'm so grateful that I got to go on a show and talk about Gossip Girl for an hour and a half. It was really fun. So I'm unfamiliar with this podcast. Who are the hosts? Um, Carl Tart and Lamar Woods. Yes. Oh, nice. Um, And they are, it's a TV review podcast. And so they're doing like a rewatch of uh, Gossip Girl. Lamar had uh, listened or watched it before and Carl's seeing it with fresh eyes. And they go episode by episode and it's a blast. Adel, anything to plug? I do have something to plug, and I believe it's still relevant when this comes out in early October. Uh, I will be back in New York City, back at the Bell House even, for a live show with Hello for the Magic Tavern, Friday, October 14th. Come see myself, Matt Young, and Arnie Niekamp uh, playing Arnie Niekamp and Usador, respectively. And uh, come see us. We're going to have uh, a show with some fun guests and some uh, surprises, and we'll we'll be in costume. I mean, our characters will be in costume. Wink. Have to not break the wall. And Y'all, you have to help. go. It takes Matt Young so long to get in that costume. It's so much work. Please yeah. don't make <laughs> him do that for no one. <laughs> if for, for So people know what Aaron's talking about. If you've never seen a Magic Tavern live show before, Matt Young goes in a costume as Arnie, and then Arnie plays Usador. And they do that yeah. only for the live shows. And it takes Matt hours to get to that Arnie. Hours. <laughs> Pink polo. <laughs> uh-huh. But we'll be at the Bell House. You can go to hellofromthemagictavern.com for tickets and information or go to the Bell House website. And I'm excited to, to be back there. That space was so fucking cool. And I feel like the the energy from the crowd in New York was unlike any live show energy we've had. So I'm very excited to be back. I want to go. I was we'll invited. be there. Aaron, come. Mm, come play Momo. Too late. Well, all it's right. too late. It's I won't too get late. A, I won't get any attention if I just go now. You're clearly uh, lying. JPC was right. It's, it's very obvious when you're lying. Who's me? Speaking, <laughs> speaking of the Bell House, uh, if you did, missed our New York show, um, both our uh, Bell House show and our uh, DC show are going to be on our Patreon um, this weekend. So, nice. Uh, so you can you can check those out this weekend. I, of course, am going to seed uh, my plug time to read a five-star review. If you'd like to get your review featured on a future episode of Hey Riddle Riddle, just go to Apple iTunes and leave us a five-star review. This one comes from Janeway Captain. Um, Janeway Captain says, very good. Listen to Neoscon. Uh, so, Casey, don't don't love reading something like that on the show. Makes me think that you put them up to that, but I guess Captain Janeway uh, or Janeway Captain... I guess listen to Neo Scum. Uh, and I actually had a new thing I wanted to do. Um, and I'm going to read a Five Guys review. Um, so this is from Lauren G. Uh, this is from a Five Guys. Um, where is this located? Uh, this is at 3315 Tui Avenue in Lincolnwood, Illinois. Wow. Personally, I took this L personal. It had been quite a few years since my return to Five Guys. I remember it being delectably delicious. Sadly, it wasn't as good as I remember. So that is our five guys review for the week. Um, Aaron. And I'm going to read a five below review, oh. which is the <laughs> show. 
Um, absolutely love this store and the occasional rare anime goods or pop culture items that get brought in. Thank you. That's from okay. Four Leaf Clover. Her okay. five right. Pretty below. lucky. Mm-hmm. Aaron, do you know what happens to be the luckiest planet that also has a temperature of five below? <laughs> it's not Earth. It's Jupiter. <laughs> Bye forever. Hey there, New Yorks and DCs. If you like that, you are going to love this week's Patreon. It's a Patreon double drop. That's right. We're dropping two episodes, our New York City and our Washington, D.C. live show on the Patreon this weekend. You can listen to that plus our entire back catalog by going to patreon.com slash heyriddlereddle and joining the Clue Crew for $5 a month or the Review Crew for $8 a month. Plus, you get those ad-free episodes. See you there. That was a HeadGum Podcast.